0: welcome to the intentional abundant life podcast i'm your host sasha star robertson and if you're ready to live life on purpose in your god-given gifts strengths and identity without sacrificing family home self and soul care then you've come to the right place But first and foremost, we want to make sure we're seeking the steadfast, loving kindness and peace that surpasses understanding from Jesus Christ. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. Hello, friends, and thank you for tuning into another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star robertson and I have my friend, Riley Sloan Powell, joining us today. Riley is a mom of three, a podcast host. Her podcast is The Ash and Ivy Show. She is a busy Enneagram three with 10 to-do lists, which fits in perfectly here. She is a speaker, a teacher, a writer with unshared works, and just so much more. So Riley, would you please introduce yourself and share your heart with us today?
1: Yes. Hey, hey, hey. A mom of three? What? <laughs> There's a nice secret behind
0: that we'll, we'll share with you guys.
1: Yeah. So I am a mom of three and I'm a wife of an amazing husband, which is a miracle and a dream come true. Um yeah, so I have two boys, 15 and eight, and we are expecting our third baby who is a girl. And um that also is just more than I deserve or could imagine. And it's amazing. Um my I know my intro is a little bit difficult to navigate because I don't, you know, I'm kind of in this place of just learning to work from the rest and what that means and I don't necessarily have a neat title or kind of um an understanding of exactly what God has for me but what he's teaching me is that that's okay and that I don't have to control it and I don't have to know all of the steps but that every single thing on my to-do list which I love to have um comes from a place of rest and just trying to figure out what that means Um, because I'm a hard worker and I love to be efficient and I love to know where I'm going and work hard at it. But um, God has just in the past few years invited me into a place of quiet and it's so contrary to everything I knew about myself and my identity and what I, you know, how i viewed myself um but he kept asking come to the quiet come to the quiet like no meet me in the busy god meet me in the busy (laughs) and he did meet me in the busy and he does meet me in the busy but um even today I woke up in a struggle of just and I finally kind of caught myself in the old thinking of you're not enough you're not giving enough you're not disciplined enough you are too busy. And when, when you do that, God can't show up. God can't fulfill your purpose. God can't give you direction and just beating myself up in that. Um, and finally I heard it and said, Oh, wait a minute. This is old thinking. It doesn't matter. Like, even if I never give enough to God, even if I never measure up his purpose for me is the same. He is unchanging his love is going to prevail through my life and um and so i told you i spent the next couple of hours just really kind of in warfare fighting um that battle in my mind of just my story is my worship my story and my life is my weapon and it's not about me because god has covered all of my brokenness all of my weakness in love and now I just get to give it. It doesn't matter how I feel or what I think. Um, I get to give it for the breakthrough of someone else, for the invitation to some, for, you know, for someone else to come to life. And, and that makes me fired up. Like, okay, I'm ready for that. And so here we are, this is what we're doing today. And I'm pumped about it.
0: I absolutely love everything that you just shared. I'm like taking down notes so I can like come back to some of it because I'm just like, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. Um, I first want to thank you so much for your vulnerability. Um, because I feel like so many of us can, can come into that. Like the battle in your mind is very, very real. And, um, I think it's huge to be willing to sit in that warfare um, and come out the other side of it. I love that um, you shared about essentially, like God is still writing your story yeah. and you're, you're willing to sit with him and say, okay, God, like what's next? What do you have for me? What will you have me pursue? And right now you understand that you're in pursuit of rest. Like that is what he is calling you to right now. And that resonates so heavily with me because I feel like while we need to rest, rest in him regularly, there's also bigger seasons of rest. And Mm -hmm. this year, like my word of the year here in 2021, um, was Shalom. I guess is shalom and it's peace. It's like, just like a wholeness of bringing all things together. And and he's shown me so much rest in him this year. And so I love that. I love that. You mentioned, um, that it's not about you, that it's about sharing your story and allowing God to work in that to help set others free and inspire others and encourage others. And, um, I read this quote the other day and it's like, I always knew it, but, but now I'm like, yes, this puts just like very simple words to like this feeling that I've always had inside of me. And it's that your when your pain is hidden, it becomes purposeless. Like it's pain without purpose at that point. If, you, if you're just yeah. hiding it, um, cause it's not going to transform somebody else. If you're not sharing what you've been through, what you've overcome and, and God's place in that, like, it's just about you at that point. And, Mm. and I think God allows us to come through things for his glory.
1: Um, And I do think that bringing it to the light and confessing it out loud brings an element of healing that might not can happen in isolation. Amen to that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Things hidden need to be out in the light.
0: Um, And then also
1: I want to add, like, when I say that he's inviting me to a place of rest, it has been a season of, of true, just quieting my environment. But I feel like now it's a different kind of rest. It's more of working from a settled heart working from a place of quiet confidence. So anything that I'm doing, I'm still working hard. I'm still pursuing and taking steps and action because I think God speaks and clarifies through those actions. But anything that I do is not with striving. It's not for accomplishment, but it's out of an overflow of what's happening in the quiet. And I feel like that is working from rest that make different, that difference makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like
0: it, it super resonates with me because I, this is, this podcast is not about me. <laughs> so I don't want to like, I love sharing story too. So I don't no, want I know we're going to be that. in it together, um, but very much like it resonates with me because I, for most of my life have been striving. Um, And I think it stems back to childhood. And then I remember like being in college and working full time and having all these like volunteer, but it wasn't from a place of rest. It wasn't from a place of purpose. It was from a place of doing. And that's created like this natural tendency in me to have Mm -hmm. this like cortisol addiction, essentially, where it was very difficult for me to learn peace and rest and working from rest. Uh, and that's been a journey that God's had me on for like the last year and a half. So, so very much, like I hear you there. Um, and talking about God writing, like still writing your story, um, in the season that you're in, I also want to bring up the point that you, um, that you help others rewrite their story. Uh, and, your podcast is, it's almost like one of those places, not where you're helping others rewrite their story, but um, you had shared that it's a sacred space um, for people to share their stories, because that is where God shows up, allowing him to become more visible. And I love that about your podcast, because when I listen in, I can just hear the heart of others. Um, And so I thank you for creating that space. I don't know if there's anything more about your podcast or your heart behind that, that you wanted to share, or, um, the idea of rewriting your story, like how has God rewrote your story and how might you help somebody else rewrite theirs? Whoa, that
1: is a big question and (laughs) I am so excited to answer it. It's really, really great and fun, but yes, my main, main desire and belief is that, I think, I think that so many of us go through these motions of being Christians and listening to stories and listening to teaching and absorbing it all and never really experiencing Jesus in our personal day. And we think we are, I thought I was, I'm, and he, I don't say that with harshness or condemnation at all, because he is, he is working, he is working in, in the things that you're doing, but there's just more, there's always more, there's always deeper intimacy with God. And there's this element of freedom that comes when you recognize his voice in your past and in your present, in your passions and in your fears and, and the regrets and the hard things. And so my passion is looking back and exploring, seeking God within your own life. So he tells us to seek and find, and that he'll make himself known to us. And it's just extremely thrilling to find him in your own life and go, Oh, wait a minute. I thought I saw you here and here and here. I saw you at church. I saw you in this person's life, but you know, for so long, maybe I didn't feel chosen or like you were doing a work in my life. But if you look harder and dig deeper and write it out and find use some tools to navigate your life, I genuinely believe that you'll see where God has covered you and pursued you and shown up and been present to help you through every single detail of the hard things that you've been through. And it completely, so when that happened to me, it changed my identity. And the things that I was rehearsing in my mind that were false, he replaced with truth and said, wait a minute, that's not true. That's not what actually happened there. Let me show it to you again. Let's look at that situation again. And I'm going to show you how the truth of what happened there. So I'll kind of tell you quickly about my journey about how that happened. And so, um, God really invited me. Well, let me back up one more second. So when I was young, I really felt called to story and I longed to teach my story, speak from, um, speak on a stage and and teach women and use music to tell my story and like forever for years I would listen to music and go oh that song would apply to this or I mean it's just silly stuff um but then um I got married in college and then as quick as it started it ended and that was just completely traumatizing and stripped me of all the things that I thought were important and um kind of took away my perfection to be frank <laughs> and i thought i was perfect and i wasn't and so um then i moved back home to south carolina and had a second chance and then um ended up getting pregnant outside of marriage and of course it was just shattering like how is this christian girl who loves jesus so much You know, I took pride in that, I think, and thought that I was above these failings, and um, and I just failed and failed and failed and failed, and I couldn't quite figure out what was happening. So anyway, like a true Enneagram three, I kind of pulled up my big girl pants and put on my happy face and um, got married. I went to grad school and had babies and just made the best of of all of that. but In my heart, I mourned who I thought I was going to be and what I wanted for my life and the kind of Christian I wanted to be and the impact I wanted to make in the world. And I thought I had missed my chance. I thought that I'd ruined my chance. I thought I had ruined my story. And that was what I believed. I believed I was kind of anything bad in my life. I thought was punishment or just a natural, not punishment from an unloving God, because he's not unloving. I would not believe that about him, of course, (laughs) but, but me, it was me. It was my fault. This is just a natural consequence of my mistakes. Mm. Right. And so, um, anyway, a long time went by more than 10 years and then God started in, and this is the thing though, that I think is really important to say, like, underneath all of that turbulence was this constant dream of who I knew I was supposed to be. So I was still writing. I was still dreaming. I was still perceiving everything around me with the idea of teaching it. Like that's my perception of the world is my gifting that I wasn't using it. And I wasn't being true to who God wanted me to be. And so anyway, he invited me to after saying yes, like, okay, yes, God, I hear you, I hear you, and I'm gonna say yes to your way, he invited me to go back and visit places in my story. And so I literally got in my car and drove lots of places and revisited people from my past and practiced telling my story. I thought I was going to practice telling my story without sobbing, like, okay, good idea, God, like, I should practice telling my story and, and I should get good at it because if I want to use it, then I need to be able to say it without, you know, being a disastrous mess, but he had a whole sneaky plan. And, um, each person that I went to unveiled a new truth and through each visit, he changed the narrative of my mind and he replaced a lie with a truth with every person. So, Each person kind of held a different purpose. Um, And of course, we don't have time to go into all of that. But over time, I started to pick up this pattern like, wait, this is not what I thought was going to happen. Right. And you tricked me. (laughs) Um, Not really, but he invited me into a space where he could say, you know what, you're practicing thinking this, but it's not true. And I want you to think this. Like, for example... I ruined it. I'm sorry. I was a terrible friend, blah, 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 just trash. And, um, one person in particular leaned in close and was like, I've been waiting for you to say this. I've been waiting for you to step into your purpose. You were born to do this, you know, um, it's time like this, none of the things that you're saying are true. You, and, and just an element of forgiveness too, and confession. And, um, another person who I was really scared of rejection from said, you know, that she uses my story to talk about Jesus to others. And it just really floored me. And so just a lot of lies were called out and a lot of truths were replaced basically. And it was very, very powerful for me.
0: Wow. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for your vulnerability and in sharing these parts of your story with us earlier in this episode, I know that you had mentioned bringing things to the light. Yeah. And when you bring things to the light and out of the darkness, there's an element of healing there that couldn't happen in like keeping it hidden. Um, and so I just love that your story is is evident of that. And um, you know when you step out in vulnerability and like address those things. Like with this friend, I, I can't imagine, like you were saying almost like this 10 years you had been, or maybe that situation wasn't 10 years, but a long time oh, yes. sat on this and you were probably having like mental turmoil over it. When yeah. you would think about it, like, oh man, I really botched that situation and they probably hate me. But then once you addressed it, you realized, wow like that's not the story at all like it was it was totally perceived differently on the other end and then you got all back all of this like affirmations and confirmation about who you are and your giftings and so man that is like a huge testimony in and of itself just that a single story that you shared because it it true, I feel like we get in our own way so much and God has goodness for us, especially when we're going to step out with things like coming to a brother or sister in Christ and being vulnerable and being willing to almost in a sense, do that hard work to address those things and like call out the lies of the enemy that, um, that are, are holding us back. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that part of your story with us. And, um, if in the event, somebody did want to, um, talk to you more or like about your story or rewriting their story, what are some of the best places that they can find you aside from the Ash and Ivy show?
1: Yeah. So I recently have started a website and it's called the and it offers, um, one-on-one coaching and it offers a group coaching course, which I'm taking a wait list right now for that. Cause I don't offer it all the time. Cause I want it to be special and live. And, um, but it's just a space to be more intimate and go deeper into the truths of how God does do that. And maybe provide some step-by-step ways of pursuing him using scripture and. Um, really it starts with learning to reset your mind and catch the lies that are, that you're practicing. And so we spend a lot of time on that. Um, but then also just doing the brave work of, of just starting, like, I just would encourage anyone just start just whatever comes to your mind first. We can't address our whole life at one time, (laughs) but whatever it is that pops into your mind first, just dump it out. Like for me, I use Google docs because I can just, type and type and type to my heart's, you know, whatever emotion and whatever, and it's private and it's safe. And, um, but you'll, sometimes you don't even know what you think until you've written it or until you've given yourself permission to explore it. And it's like, we almost need to be asked, like put on the spot. What do you think about this? What's, what do you actually believe about how Jesus shows up in your story? Do you actually believe that he's chosen you and has purpose for you? Do you act? I mean, of course we do. We all believe that, but do you actually believe it? Do you actually know it? Have you touched it? Have you heard his voice? Because if you haven't, then it's kind of hard to believe, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look for it, I think you'll find that his voice has been there all along. And when you learn what his voice sounds like to you, because it's unique for you, and it's um, it'll change everything, and so that I think just I long to spend time with women one on one, because I feel like it takes a lot of work, and it's not something that we can do by ourselves necessarily. We need feedback. We need to be in community, and we need to be able to confess these things out loud because so much life comes with confession so much healing that's a promise of God that healing comes with confession and um yeah so the ashtonivy.com is where you can get the most information about that so. I do want to share one more thing. It oh, sure keeps... thing. I, I huh. had a couple of things um real Popping quick, in my mind <laughs> before you share, I just say
0: amen to Google docs. Like, I love it. I love that I can do it, whether I'm on this computer or that computer, or yeah. I've had, like I can access it anywhere. And I'm just like, thought, or like, I need to process this, like just type it all out. It's an amazing resource. Um, and I'm sure there are plenty of other ones out there. So find something that works for you. I loved that you had shared that you went back sharing your story and thinking that you weren't going to cry about it. And, (laughs) um, that I loved because God has rewrote my story and shown so much of himself in even some of the biggest struggles I have faced in my life. And it's just incredibly beautiful since I've gone back and looked like he's, he's, rewritten my life story and it's changed my heart. It's changed my mind. It's changed everything, my worldview. And I remember I wrote it all out multiple times, but the first time and the second time and the third time, and the fourth time going and sharing that, um, even if it was with another person one-on-one or in front of a crowd, I sobbed like a baby. So know that that doesn't mean anything about you or about your story. Like it is a natural part of the process that he is bringing you through in healing. And I love that you mentioned that um, he asks us to seek him and find him, not just in the present, but also in the past. And I think that is a really important takeaway that I want people to have from this um, in that if you sit with him in your past and in your story, like you will find him. And those are things that you said. And it just resonated with me a lot. So I wanted to like bring those up, point them out. Um, (laughs) what else is on your heart to share with us?
1: Yeah. So it's just this idea of him collecting lost pieces, you know, and we just, we have all of these broken pieces of our life, or maybe just even random pieces or, things that we think aren't important, or we just want to pass by, or we don't give attention to, I don't know, whatever that is for you. Um, but he takes all the pieces and restores and creates new life with them. He speaks and it creates new life. Like he is a God of defending your heart and he's a God of restoring and redeeming every single piece into kingdom impact. And it's just fascinating to me that he can take All of these things, all of our brokenness. And when we bring it somehow supernaturally, he's like, oh, actually, that's really beautiful. Let me show you what I can do with that. And it's like, what? I don't understand. And when we get kind of tangled in our mind, like this morning, where I'm like, I don't understand. I have nothing, you know, and he's like, wait a minute. That's not true. Bring it, bring it, just hold it open. And I'm going to create life with that for someone else it's so confusing. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how you do that, but he does. And so, um, one of my, my first trip that I took was to Florida and I, um, I had, I had talked to my friend. I drove through the night and there's so many God details to this. I drove through a hard, hard storm through the night and he, um, that was such a, you know, what would the word be metaphor of, for what was happening. And, um, just learning to, to push through darkness, learning to push through to see what's on the other side and got there, Talked to my friend, really had a breakthrough, blah, blah, blah. It was great. Well, then I was just spending some time by myself, driving through the town, not expecting anything, not looking for anything, not seeking out nothing, nothing going to lunch. Right. And I get to this spot on the road and all of a sudden I just was heavy 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 and shame and just heavy and weight and guilt and icky and like i don't want to be in this spot right now i want to get out of this spot and and so i was just gonna like drive on get through it and he said like said out loud i want you to stop right here what no no thank you i don't <laughs> think so <laughs> and And no, I want you to park right here because there's no condemnation for me at all. And I just want to be with you in this moment. But like, this is not, I'm I'm not like a super spiritual person. Like, I'm not trying to elevate myself by telling you guys this stuff because I'm not, I'm like a normal, I like shoes and bags and Netflix and (laughs) I'm a normal person. Like, This sounds super spiritual, but it really was simple. It was simple, like just pull over and I pulled over and there was, I was was actually on the bay. And so I got out and sat on the beach and, um, just sat there. like, there was no step-by-step, there was no bright light. There was, it just was, I just want you to sit still in this moment and let me heal it. And he did. I mean, I was like a different person and, and it was just him saying, there is no shame with me. Like you don't have to hide anything. You don't have to regret. You don't have, like I create new life and I've restored every single thing. You are whole. You are whole. Everything about you is restored, you know? And there's so many stories like that. Just, it's so exciting. It's so awe-inspiring. And even when I tell it myself, I'm like, did that happen to me? That's amazing, you know? (laughs) I love
0: it. I, I know you said you write a lot and it's works that you haven't shared, but I am mm-hmm. sitting here and I'm like, man, we could have like a three hour conversation right now. I just like in leaning into hearing all of your stories mm-hmm. and, and your testimony of God coming through in each of them. And so I know you're going to write a book one day and I'm going to mm-hmm. be excited to read it. <laughs> um, I feel like I could like, have you on 10 podcast episodes, just continuing to share your story, but really You're so I, can, sweet. I can go to the Ash and Ivy show and listen to it there. <laughs> <That's> um, true. <laughs> I just hear so much of God's goodness and waiting on God and peace and rest in mm-hmm. each and every one of your stories. And I thank you for, for being vulnerable and sharing them with us today. And You are just a shining light. Every, every story that you share, I just, um, I can feel the presence of God on you and you are a living testimony to his goodness. And, um, I just love, I love what you share and I love what you're doing to help people rewrite their stories because I, I do think it's so important. And I think if you're a believer and you've not done that, there's so much of God's goodness that you're truly missing out on, like in the everyday Um, so last question before we jump off, what does intentional abundance mean to you?
1: Hmm. That is two big words that bring lots of thoughts to my mind. Um, but I, I think they're an actual, reflection of what we've actually just said that when we intentionally seek the lord when we intentionally spend time with him and create space in our life whether it's changing our environment reducing the noise whatever it is that we feel whether we have to slow our you know slow down slow the pace um And be intentional about seeking, be intentional about doing the hard work and writing things out and digging deeper and getting uncomfortable. All of that is being intentional. And when we create space, God can fill in with things that we never knew were possible. We, he cannot work unless we make space for him. He cannot, he's not going to push himself in. He's not going to force himself into your life. He's not going to demand or dominate or require anything from you, but when you make space and are intentional about that, then his abundance floods in and he says, okay, I can work with a shattered heart. I can work with brokenness. I can work with honesty it's really not that he wants your heart to be shattered or broken. He's, he wants you to come as a human, honest and real and with questions. And, and then he can say, okay, now I can repair it and make it something that's impactful.
0: So beautiful. I am like, literally my eyes are filling with water hearing you explain that. And (laughs) I love it. Um, So final thing, I just wanted to say it, like I was just reminded of it in you sharing that about intentional abundance, but also it came to mind in that last story that you shared with us, um, about your kids coming into your life. And it's just about how much healing and growth takes place in the weight and in the resting in him, things Ugh. that we think are wasted, especially yes. in, in today's. Mm -hmm. society of of busyness and distraction, resting and waiting seem backwards to this world, but that's where so much truth and goodness comes in. And so thank you so much, Riley, for sharing your heart with us today. Uh, for any of you who want to connect with her, I'll be dropping all of her, her website and her podcast and all of that fun stuff in the show notes. Um, And I just hope that each and every one of you have an amazing and blessed day. Thank you so Mm -hmm.
1: much.
0: Be blessed. Well, if you're an avid listener here and you've listened to the last three weeks podcast, you've been hearing me talk about the retreat coming in March of 2022 in Central Florida. And I just have to let you know that I feel really convicted to cancel this retreat You see, I really truly believe that God had put it on my heart to plan this retreat. But as I got caught up in the planning of it, I really allowed my own excitement and my own desires to take over. And I felt as though he wasn't really in it anymore. And that drew red flags, but more so in that process, I believe he revealed to me how much that investment that was going to cost women to attend this retreat would be more worthwhile and more valuable to be spent on coaching for a longer period of time instead of just a few days together. So I wanted to let you know the retreat is canceled, but stick with me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Sasha Star Robertson. Subscribe here to the podcast, and I can assure you, you won't be let down, because you're going to be receiving value either way, and I have a really exciting announcement coming in the next few weeks about how you can join me through the I Am Coaching program.